Boom. Reactive. Previously on the Hardy and Sons podcast. Yeah, so they sort of started with that a little bit. The kid was a real jerk. Closed mouth. Old cod or ass for froth. <laughs> he really had a hard time with that froth on account of his mouth being so closed. <laughs> he just smeared it all over his face. <laughs> closed mouth old codger. And he's like... That's the thing about Felix. He always had crap on his face because his mouth was closed. You should have seen this man drink milk. <laughs> Just, he's everywhere. the poster boy for got milk. <laughs> Sean! David. Yeah, okay, so this is what we're doing now. I'm starting it off. I'm giving it to you. Yeah, I like the rain. Passing like, the baton. Yeah, thank you. It's nice. Yeah. What was the, the old myth? It was like passing the flame. That's how birds got their colors. From being burned, from carrying the flame. Because anyone that carries the flame, there is always a repercussion. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks. All right. I didn't ask you about mythology of birds. <laughs> I'm Sean Hotley. I'm not a birdsman. You know this about me. Oh, I am a birdsman. No, sir. you're not. The seed isn't for the birds. You said it was for the cats. You got to make the birds big to feed the cats. Yeah. <laughs> I also found a frog while you were reading. I know you did. It was a big frog. I had a very natural moment back here. I found a big turtle recently, and I was afraid to pick it up. You know why? It was moving too fast. I said, no turtle should move that fast. You know what I'm saying? You ever seen a turtle move too fast and you're you know, like really skeptical of this turtle? We're going to get into something in this chapter where like a very innocuous behavior is indicative <laughs> of high crimes. Yeah. And I feel like that's the same. Like you see this turtle moving quickly like that turtle's a murderer. <laughs> I know it. I feel like Brian Fellows anytime I see a turtle like that. <laughs> what you running from, Mr. Turtle? I'm Brian Fellows. It's a terrible Brian Fellows accent, by the it's, way. It's okay. It's been a while. I kind of forget how he sounds. I just remember he was really sassy about saying his name. Brian Fellows. It's Farry Planet. Brian Fellows. Yeah, I don't Safari. know. Was it Safari Planet? or Sounds right. Sounds right, yeah. yeah. That was a great skit. I don't have anything. Yeah. That bird. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Fellows. Oh, my. That's the reason I talk to animals the way I do. Anytime I see a bird, I would say, what's up, bird? <laughs> or look at that squirrel. Oh, man. There's a scene. I have not seen all of 30 Rock, to preface mm -hmm. this, but there's a scene with Tracy Morgan where they're, like, offering him a new contract or something, and they're like, so what do you say? Will you take it? And there's this long pause, and he goes, yes. Sorry it took me so long to answer. I was thinking about how weird it is that we eat birds. <laughs> <laughs> Tracy Morgan, the best, a Good comic stuff. genius. Good stuff. Yeah. By the way, the the new previously segment. Oh, I love it. It's fun to go back and listen to to not just the last episode, but I intend to go deep into the history. Why not? Oh my god! Like anything is previously on the Hardy and Sons podcast. Yeah. Except the so episode it doesn't you're about actually to have to go along with what we're talking about. We don't but, actually have to set the chapter up. But I was thinking we could at a point also just completely fake a scene An out of context. It just just like a, a two minute clip, like like we were to come in in the middle of it, knowing that we'll never have to explain it, we'll never have to finish yeah. it. It just needs to be enjoyable in the moment. And we oh, can yeah. throw that as the previously, and no one's going to know. I'm already getting ideas, and I feel like there should be some sound design elements to this. Like, it's massive, almost like it's a trailer to a movie. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're going to be a bear, be a grizzly. If you're going to be a bear, don't be Bear Grylls, because he fakes everything. I'm trying to think of how, as you say, like, some sound design, what that inevitably, inevitably means is that I will have to do it at some point when I yeah. edit the episode. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I want it to be like the opening of an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie where it's like, previously on the Hardy and Sons, and you just hear a helicopter. And that helicopter, you hear wood being chopped in a helicopter. And that's, yeah, this man coming to recruit Schwarzenegger back into the business. He's like, I don't do that anymore, John. You know, one of those situations. Yeah. yeah. And that's the previously. And that's the previously. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you script it. I'll do it. Do you, do you tell me my oh, part? I'll script you, give me, it. you give me my lines. Yeah. Oh, I will definitely script this. It's going to be ridiculous. Have you given any more thought to the awards? Because I can't stop thinking about it. As in award names or just creating the award itself? 
Uh, I think award names, award, uh, like what the award is for, award purpose. I like the Sean and Hotley potential award nominees for and winners. whatever excellence. What was it, Sean Hotley's? Sean Hotley's award for excellence in juvenile literature, literature analysis. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I think that's it. See, but that's only one. I think we need three awards. I think we need a Sean Hotley award. Yeah, a David Pitt award and a Hardy and Sons podcast award. And I think the Hardy and Sons podcast award should not go to an individual, but should recognize a business, an organization, a collective of some type. Okay. Um, maybe even a, a project or something. Yeah. Like like Lingua Fresca, uh, Pintura Fresca. I don't know what that is. Brett's film. Oh, okay. Yeah, Fre- yeah. Fresh paint, <laughs> Pintura Fresca. Linga Fresca. Yeah. You talk of Fresca, the soft drink? Yeah. yeah. It's the language of the soft drink. <laughs> what but happened? What, what's, what was Fresca? It was like a lemon lime? I think it was, yeah, it was like a Sprite, but worse. I associate Fresca with mothballs. I think that's fine. Because I would only drink it at my grandparents' house. I was going to say, my, my grandma had both as well. Yeah. I feel like she also took out her dentures and rested it in Fresca. I feel like I only had Fresca on airplanes and only when there was turbulence or like <laughs> when it was a bad flight, they'd be like, oh, bring out the Fresca. Might as, might as well give these, <laughs> we'll get rid of some of the Fresca. These people are already leaving one star reviews. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's save the good stuff. We'll, Fresca, the, the drink of jet blue. We'll keep the Canada dry <laughs> for now. Just Is Canada dry? Push, push and- the Fresca. It's about to turn. <laughs> Creme Fresca. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It is good. We should we should reach out to Fresca and start our own (laughs) campaign for Fresca. Let's build up their stock. Why not? You know how they did that with GameStop as a This episode bought brought to you by By Fresca. Fresca. Yeah. Creamy Fresca, baby. Fresca. It's like Sprite, but worse. (laughs) (laughs) Fresca. This is your grandma's sprite. Fresca, enjoy it with mothballs. And the, like, I do like their expression your grandma's of like, this, this isn't your grandma's like, this isn't your grandma's blank. Or yeah, like, this isn't your dad's blank. Yeah, is you're a, flipping that. Yeah, yeah, and I like is, that a lot. It is this your is grandma's sprite, sprite. Your grandma can <laughs> can digest <laughs> with her sensitive, with her delicate ecosystem. <laughs> <laughs> with their fragile oh, constitution. God. Yeah, let's let's look into Fresca because right. this has to happen. Well, we're gonna build up Fresca, and then lead into Circuit City because I feel like they need to have a comeback. Oh yeah, the original GameStop. The original GameStop. Yeah, <laughs> look at us, Circuit dude. City. We'll Your be... grandma's GameStop. <laughs> let's just go ahead and invest in it now. How do we get Circuit City on Nasdaq? That's a great question. Yeah, it's something we have to figure out. Is this a bucket list thing? Or is this a during the ad break thing? Oh, this is definitely a during the ad break thing. We'll have to see. You've got 20 seconds. Go. But to to finish my thought, Fresca. (laughs) We got there from from Lingua Fresca. But the Hardy and Sons Podcast Award for blank could be awarded to someone's short film, someone else's podcast. Oh, okay. uh, A a funny funny painting somebody made. I don't know. What is art? Are you talking about like the Brett paintings? No, his paintings are thoughtful and provocative. I'm talking about like if somebody painted like a, like a an elephant playing a trumpet or something like you know funny. That's so funny. That's like I would love like to see goofy that. stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Horton hears a win is still one of my favorite jokes on the podcast. Horton hears a win. Yeah, we're talking about Horton, and it dealt with what was it? We're talking about bubble universes, and you said instead of Horton hears a hill, it's going to be Horton hears a win. Oh, when W H E N? I heard oh, W I N. No, you were saying when, it. when. Horton hears a when. Yeah, when. <laughs> Horton <laughs> hears <laughs> a when. Who? Al Pacino as a uh, preacher would be awesome. <laughs> Al Pacino in a gritty reboot of The Mask would also be awesome. Oh my God! Yes. <laughs> okay, I'm in for this. And that film. The Mask Reloaded <laughs> might might be a nominee for the Hardy and Sons Podcast Award in Creative Excellence. I love that you combined it with The Matrix. The Mask Reloaded. <laughs> well, didn't they make a Mask Returns? 
They, Seems they, like the they made the mask and then the son of mask. Son of mask. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking of the mummy and the mummy returns. Well, they did is. the tomb of the dragon empire as well. I don't know why I know that. In the mummy? Yeah. The mummy with tomb. Jet Li. No oh, one yeah. saw it. I was a big Jet Li fan for a while. I am still a big Jet Li fan. Are you kidding me? The one with Jet Li and Jason Statham, you couldn't ask for a better team up than that. I love that movie. Yeah, because it's fantastic. With the briefest of cameos by Tom Cruise. Cruise has a cameo in that? I believe Cruise has a cameo in that. Oh, my God. This, you know, you brought up Tom Cruise last week, too. My Did man's I? just cruising for a prison. Ooh. Yeah, you love Tommy Cruise, don't Cruise you? Cruise in USA, man. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> There's that stinger. I know, yeah, yeah. I, I get it now. I understand what you need it for. Excuse me, I have to take this. Really important phone call. Remember yeah, that I bit? can't tell. Yeah, I remember that. For the first 20 minutes, I believed it. That was good stuff. Yeah. Did you ever get that call? Uh, yes. Who was it? Wrong number. It was God. Oh, the man himself? You don't say. Morgan don't say. Freeman himself? Who was it? He didn't say. <laughs> Is this from something? That's like an old-timey joke. I don't know this one. Like it's, I think it's like a classic TV whatever where like somebody answers the phone and they're like, oh, you don't say, you don't say, you don't say. And then they hang up and somebody's like, who was it? He didn't say. Oh, yeah. That's definitely like an Abbott and Costello bit. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was also redone in a McDonald's commercial in our youth. I don't remember any McDonald's commercials. You're, you're a good man. I had McDonald's yeah. today. Did you? I haven't had McDonald's in like five years. Did you get the McRib? I did not. Is it back? I probably. Shamrock it's always shake? back. Uh, no, I had a black coffee. I hear they have tremendous coffee. It was coffee. <laughs> I don't That's know. That's not every, everyone else tells me. You'd be surprised. McDonald's has great coffee. I don't have a refined palate. I have no complaints about the cup of coffee I drank. Then why'd you choose McDonald's? Uh, because I was meeting uh, somebody and they wanted a fruity sweet coffee. Oh. And so McDonald's has fruity sweet coffees? What is a fruity sweet coffee? I suppose fruity's not the right word. Yeah. Maybe this one had a cherry on it? I don't know. <laughs> Look at a fruity It's just co- a mocha I frap. Like... I got him a mocha frap. I don't know what that means. Uh, it, it Basically, I gave them ice cream. Okay, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah. For lunch? Uh, 10 a.m. Ice cream brunch. for lunch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ice cream for brunch. Ice cream for brunch. There it yeah. is. Now we're talking. Yeah, I almost uh, had an all-you-can-eat card to a brunch place. There was a restaurant called Death in the Afternoon, and they were going to open up a a brunch area, and they couldn't pay me, and they told me, if you shoot our commercial, we will give you a card where you can come here for the rest of your life and have free brunch. And I was like, I will do that if this is the case. And they said, yeah, we promise. I was like, okay. So I went, I shot it. Two weeks later, they closed. (laughs) Oof. (laughs) It was terrible. I was like, so... How bad was your video? It was... Un, uh, it, it wasn't released, if I remember. Oh. It was a great video. It looked. Do you still awesome. have it somewhere? I do mean, you keep all your stuff? Like, do you have a drive with oh everything? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, not a drive. I have multiple drives with everything. I don't. Actually, I, not I my live... ad agency stuff. I've never ca- kept any of that. Yeah. So all the Paradowski like agriculture things that I filmed, two years. Goodbye. I yeah. don't have any of it. Yeah. Hey. Hey. When we last left them. The boy, oh. Huh. It was just, hang on, hang on. We can do that better. Yeah. Uh, did you ever, like, listen to music when you were editing that Paradowski stuff? Yeah, I would listen to music. What no kind doubt of music? Like, some good guitars and drum stuff? Oh, definitely. I, I like the tribal kind of music, actually. Anything with heavy drums and chanting. Do you like rock music? Rock music? Uh, you're talking about where, like, you just put a microphone next to a group of rocks? That, yeah, that or like alternative rock. Oh, like you put like a little wig on a what rock. About classic rock. Oh, it's like when you take a rock and you put like a piano next to it. Do you ever listen to the Rolling Stones? Oh, like a rhinestone cowboy. No, like Rolling Stones. Speaking of Rolling Stones, when we last left them, the boys were sitting sleeping in their cabin, 
and a stone rolled through the wall of the cabin. Just like Black which Sheep. said, Hardy's go home on it. Yeah, was Hardy's it go home. Or get out. Hardy's get out. Let's say it's one page away. Yeah. Hardy's leave town. Leave town. <laughs> we were way off. Which I, I feel like is less threatening. Leave town? Yeah. Yeah. This is like, Hardy's, you deserve a vacation. <laughs> Get out of here, Hardy's. Go have fun. <laughs> Hardy's, blow off some steam. There's also like You've earned it. <laughs> two racket ball, uh, balls and a uh, couple rackets. Here, this is on us. <laughs> a couple cigars. Treat yeah. yourself, Hardy. There's a drawer just in the rock itself, and they pull out. There's so much activity. Oh, my gosh. There's a puzzle. <laughs> They put the puzzle together, and it's just like, Hardy, you're going to die. It just gets really dark. It's a puzzle of them being kidnapped. It's just a puzzle from the future. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and then they see it, and they still don't understand what it means. Like, what does this mean? I don't know. And then the bags go over their heads because they're getting kidnapped. Oh, I thought they were going to be duffel bags because they're going on another vacation. <laughs> put them in the money. Surprise destination. What was their idea with the money... The money machine? Yeah. What were we going to do with that? I don't know. It was something ridiculous. You put them in the money machine and maybe there was like, it was animals. It was like Twister. You had a bunch of oh, animals yeah. and you just shot there them down. Is. Yeah. <laughs> See, as we talk about these things and references, I'm thinking about the previously, which our listeners have already heard at this point. Yeah. But I wonder, like, did I find that, that bit bit? from last week of the tornado animal thing and now here we are. 20 minutes later, trying to remember it when, when they just heard it. And we're sitting here like, oh, what was it? I don't know. What? But we also could go back to the, uh, to the what was the, Horton Hears a Win. I could, you could, yeah, you could go all the way back and try to figure that. out when Horton Hears a Win is. It's going to be helpful if somebody transcribes all of our podcasts into a searchable text database. That'll, That's not a us. bad idea, actually. Yeah. I like that. Is we Keith can busy? Who? Keith. Is Keith busy? Yeah. And he can't spell. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You've seen his first name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keith. Did I ever tell you about my dream? No. Where I kept calling him Keith, and he just turns and he looks at me and goes, David. I was like, what? He goes, it's Keith. <laughs> and he was so mad at me. And I woke up thinking, like, why is Keith so mad at me? And I wanted to text him, I'm sorry for all the years I called you Keith. We were at dinner one of the first times that I... I met you guys yeah. um, for the Lex and Nick shoot, and some, somebody was eating with us, and you had said something like, oh, uh, Keith Mees did that. And they corrected you. They were like, Keith and I, because they weren't really fully paying attention, and yeah. I, I found that entertaining. Yeah, I forgot about that. I 100% remember that. <laughs> and then I got to correct them saying, no, actually, it's Keith Mees, because um, it's his actually, name. Um, excuse me, actually? I got to Brett Bottom. Remember the Brett bot? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. When we last left them, found this rock. So the three detectives, so which brings us to, excuse me, excuse me, it's excuse right. me, sorry. Which brings us to chapter, chapter five, five, the, the strange, strange blue light. light. That was good. Which is we both <laughs> realized on our own. It's just a bad name for a chapter. It's terrible. I was really hurt when I opened it and saw it. This is, this is like the friend's naming paradigm like all the episodes of friends are like the one where ross finds oh, this yeah. or like the one where they yeah i forgot everything about is that the one where and i feel like they were like what's this chapter oh, this is the one with like the strange blue light <laughs> yeah. like, okay strange blue light done perfect inspired yeah the people who rewrote the uh the hardy boys books what they go on to do well they named the titles of every episode of friends that's impressive yeah uh so they're examining the warning message on the rock. And Mr. Hardy says, Big Al is a rough customer. Be on your guard at all times. Now, this seems like real hands-off parenting. Yeah. Because let me boil down for you what happened. They were asleep, and someone tried to murder them <laughs> by rolling a giant boulder down a hill, which crashed through the kitchen wall, thankfully. Yeah. And hit a stove, which caught the house on fire. But it could have easily bumped at the top of this hill, hit a small rock, drifted slightly to the right, and smashed through a bedroom. It could have killed somebody. Yeah, this is a and big like, rock. Hole in the wall. 
we got fire on the floor, and Mr. Hardy's like, whoa, we better be careful. (laughs) Yeah, you should leave town like it says. They're trying, they're okay killing you, man. Yeah. This isn't, this isn't like you almost tripped and fell a little bit like, oh, we got to watch our backs. Like, no, no, no. You were, uh, there was an attempted (laughs) murder, and you're like, okay. I feel like they're doing bad detective work here, because just like, with any bear attack, you usually see the cub first. I feel like this is the baby rock. There's a bigger rock this on the its rock way, cub. right? Probably. I mean, that probably caused a landslide. You don't just roll a rock down. So he said this is the closest we've had to an avalanche in a while. What if that caused an avalanche? True. Mudslide. Mudslide. Yeah. Even. They got the hole. Now here comes the mud. It's going to fill you up like a cement truck. It's coming to get you. Buried in mud. Wow. Puddle of mud. Wow. And they're just, and they're just hey... Be on guard at all times. Which, by the way, they were asleep when this happened. This yeah. has nothing to do with them not being on guard, unless Mr. Hardy's advice is like, oh, for the next few weeks, we probably shouldn't sleep because <laughs> we can't be on guard when we're sleeping, boys. Nighty night. <laughs> you never know when a rock could kill you again. Good night, boys. Good night, boys. Yeah. Can- a couple handshakes. <laughs> a couple handshakes with Dad. I love you guys. I respect you as fellow detectives, you guys. <laughs> High five, buddy. Classic Fenton. Popping some Ambien, giving his kids a handshake, and then getting on Twitter. So they look up the hill, and uh, and they're like, okay, it's too dark to see if anybody's up there. We'll check it out tomorrow. Yeah. So um, they mention a quick breakfast the next morning, obviously. Classic. After quick breakfast. Not going to not have a breakfast. They climb the steep hill. Uh, you got anything here? No, I mean, they just look for clues. They find out that someone uses a crowbar, and then they decide, we should try and find uh, where they bought this paint. And yeah, I thought, oh, that was dumb. They, they surmise here, um, whoever pried the stone loose, Frank said thoughtfully, may have come from town rather than from a hideout in the hills. Because it's not likely that anyone hiding up in the mountains would have red paint on hand. The person who did this Probably got it at the village store. Ooh, maybe Big Al has an agent in Lucky Load. A paint agent? I didn't understand that. A, a paint agent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we both went there. Pungent. <laughs> it's a pungent pungent. That's a shirt. Everyone loves it. The pungent pungent. I guarantee everybody listening to the podcast right now is demanding crying it. laughter, <laughs> just tears streaming down their face. People are pulling over in their cars. They can't take it. It's too much. We have been linked Pungent. to like higher accident ratings, right? Yes. Yeah, I heard that. Three people dead. Yeah. In our second season. Amazing. Yeah. Guys, let's get it up to sixty. Come on, we can do it. And if anyone out there can get a body count of above fifty, automatically nominated. Yeah. <laughs> automatically That's nominated. That's what my award's gonna be for the mass body account. <laughs> for the involuntary <laughs> manslaughter. <laughs> <laughs> David C. Pitt Award for Excellence in Involuntary Manslaughter. <laughs> and not in, not completely involuntary, but indifferent. <laughs> yeah. I like this That's a lot. Fine. This is a good... Th- make that mine. Write that down. That's good. That's what I want. I think, by the way, one other thing about awards, because I've been thinking about this a lot. I'm I know the you kind have. of guy that when, that when we get a dumb idea like this, I'm going to take it to the top. As you should, yeah. And then... Paint it on a boulder and roll it down the hill. My thought would be to sort of raise the profile of the awards to put out a public nomination form of sorts where people can nominate for any of the three awards, whatever they end up being. But then it gets into something which I don't like, which is do do we do nominations and choose one winner? Do we just skip the nominations part and select one winner and not do the like nomination form at all? Because we could just surprise someone with the award. And then it's just happiness. Yeah. But if somebody's like, if somebody nominates, like let's say both Brett and Keith get nominated, we have to pick one and, and we're going to make somebody sad. And I don't like that. Because we're going to give the award to Peter. I, yeah, I agree with that. I was going to say, I don't mind pulling that trigger either. I'll pull that You're trigger. You're fine if we with need that. Okay. To. Yeah. I, I'm thinking long term. Do you not know my award? For the involuntary manslaughter? Yeah. Indifferent manslaughter? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> I just want to make sure this is uh, something that people can enjoy. 
I don't I don't want a long li- a long list of people snubbed by the Hardy and Sons Awards, you know? Yeah, I feel yeah, but I, I want the exact opposite. I want to be a snubber. I want to give people ulcers too. I want them to be very nervous if they're gonna win or not. Maybe the David C. Pitt Award, we do nominations. <laughs> but choose someone completely else. Don't choose anybody. <laughs> like and the nominees are Brad Hoy, <laughs> Keith Mees, Justin Dianetta, and there Sean Kirkland. Yeah, there we go. Our fan base. The end. You never say and the winner is. It's just you put them you up. You just get nominated. That's the award. At, at the show, <laughs> we put each of them, like there's a camera on each of them. They're like clapping along, sort of, you know, pensively <laughs> looking, waving. Uh, and then we just keep that camera on them <laughs> for like 60 seconds and then cut to commercial. Yeah. And then come back from a commercial, still playing the video, and then it just goes to the Cheers theme song and we leave. I think this is honestly a, a good middle ground. This is a good compromise. It's definitely a good compromise. We'll do the Sean Hodley Award of whatever. And I don't think it's, if we limit ourselves to excellence in juvenile literature analysis, Yeah, I think we can't nominate a lot of people because they're not making strides in the in the field like we are exactly agreed but whatever we decide that is that we pick one winner we honor them same with whatever organization or piece of art wins the hardy and sons award yeah and then there are nominees <laughs> for the david c pitt award for indifferent manslaughter <laughs> i think we got it we definitely it's got good. it it's we, good we it's gotta great. push this forward yeah and that's one less award to or is there the actual award but we have it in person it just never leaves its case. The David C. Pitt Award? Yeah. Yeah, and we can put, like, like the Stanley Cup or whatever, like we can put a plaque on it that says previous winners, and it's just blank. <laughs> <laughs> it says previous and we, winners. We do that for every year, yeah. too. <laughs> it just keeps adding. <laughs> 50 years of blankness. <laughs> 50 shades. Yeah, there we go. Oh, Lord have mercy. Uh. I think now's a good time to take a break, and then, then coming we'll in do hot every other chapter of this. Yeah, uh, every other page. Of every this other chapter. page. I figured yeah. that's what you meant. Yeah, and yeah. it is. So with that, the boys took a break. Boys take a break. So the boys follow this uh, this trampled bush trail along the ridge. They're they're walking along Lucky Load. Lucky Load's down in the valley. They're up on this hill. Um, and they're trying to find who's who. Let's find a clue. Who yeah. who rolled this rock into our lives while yeah, we were we not we while got, our guards were down? Yeah. So they're following Sleeping what footprints? Like fools on a trail. <laughs> yeah. There's not even footprints. There's just trail. They're, yeah. they're just walking like along a little trail, deer path, looking looking for hope. Hoping yeah. For okay. A look. I like that. Yeah. Hoping for a look. Hoping for a look. There. Yeah. There's that's another a chapter title right <laughs> there. <laughs> that's yeah. the whole book. <laughs> that's what are you the doing? Subtitle for the Hoping series. Hoping for a look. Looking for hope. <laughs> Uh, in fact, Frank deliberately says, we better scout for clues. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, that's why you're here. Yeah, detect, that's wh- that's baby. That's why you got flown out here. <laughs> um, and so they end up coming into this uh, cemetery, this old cemetery. Oh, uh, I hate this so much, this part coming up. The cemetery scene? There's just one small thing that I just hate. I hate that it's in there. I hate that this is the drama that they choose. Yeah, yeah it's all highlighted in my book, too. <laughs> yeah. So first of all, we learn uh, they're looking at some headstones. Who's dead, David? Oh, look at these, Frank, Joe called. John and James Colson, Mike Onslaw's par- partners. I thought it said parents. It doesn't. Yeah, oh right my god, this changes yourself. everything. I was like, how did they know it was his parents? And why did Mike not take his parents' last name? <laughs> so very progressive for the 50s, too. Yeah. John and James. Okay, wow, this is totally different. Hold on, I gotta reset We've my been, mind. Yeah, just yeah. completely uncalibrated. Whoa! Okay, yeah, so it's John and James Colson, yeah. Mike Onslow's partners. So Mike Onslow was the guy that uh, was shot in the first chapter, who told him, like, oh yeah, I worked out west with John and James Colson. He's yeah. like, I hope, I trust they're healthy and well. Yeah, I don't but they did. That. They did. They or so did. the headstones say. Yeah. yeah. So the double headstone. Oh, man, I didn't even think to guess, to second guess it. Oh, you didn't think? Yeah. Definitely so, second guess oh, that. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, wow. That those opens are empty up graves. everything. I would dig them up right then and there. That's where the treasure is. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. Two bags of loot. In, the, in John and James Colson's coffins. Yeah. 
Coffin You just solved this mystery. Wow. Wow. There's even just a giant X. If you look how they're buried, they're buried in an X formation. They're buried in so a the formation that says X. gold here. Yeah. <laughs> 15 graves. What victims, do you think it means? Victims of indifferent manslaughter. It's where the soul is to rest. And what, what, is, uh, what is the soul but just gold? Yeah. Right? Wow. Wow. Yeah, wow. 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 I think Again. Carl Jung said that. Yeah. <laughs> I think Vince Young said that. It was Vince Young. It was Neil Young. Hmm. I think Vince Young was the oh Vince Neal, Motley Crue. I'm trying to think of. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Sorry, everybody. It's okay. Sorry. So here we get some drama. Oh yeah, great drama. We get some drama. The boys decide to go down into town, and they headed for the cemetery gate. One of the best Pantera songs. Yes, agreed. Fully. Coarse brush grew up around the ornate posts. A potted plant, plant sat on the <laughs> windowsill. We just don't need to know this. So Frank passed through, but Joe was pulled up short. Wait! I'm caught! Big burrs clung to his trousers. Fumbling with heavily gloved fingers, he managed to get free. <laughs> Together, he and Frank pulled out all the burrs, and the brothers scrambled down the slope. So let me let me recap this. Joe tripped on a bush and then they kept walking. That's the other way to say what just happened. That was the best reading ever. I love that it's together. He and Frank pulled out all the burrs. What also heavily fingers. Heavily gloved fingers. So his hands weren't fully gloved. It was just his fingers. It was like, have you ever worked in a restaurant and you just wear the latex fingers? Like, it's not a full latex glove. It's just for your fingers. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's, I guess, if you burn yourself, you put it over the burn. Yeah, or if, finger like, bandage. You cut yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with so you. So I imagine it's just the reverse of cutoff gloves. Anyone who cuts off their gloves, they just donate it to the Hardee's. It's, it's just a whole it's bunch <laughs> of the outside of half corn dogs. Just, just on his hand. It's like an Ace Ventura when he puts one of the. It's like uh, the bugles. The bu- does he do bugles? I thought it was big yellow vegetables. No, they're green. They're green. Yeah. Are they cucumbers? I'm sorry. Did you say cucumbers? I said cucumbers. That's fine. Yeah. What were they? I don't know. Yeah, but you know what I'm talking about. He's got I do know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. He's got stuff in his teeth. He's got the stuff at the party. Yeah. 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 Anyways, I thought it was French onion dip. The guano. Anytime I watched that movie, I had to watch it with French onion dip. By the way, having heavily gloved fingers is the best way to pull burrs out of your pa- Like, fumbling with gloves, he managed to get free from the, the thorny bushes. I feel like it would be worse to be like, with bare, cold fingers. Yeah, it'd be more like a saw trap. Yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is more like... Well prepared for the occasion, he pulled the plant off. <laughs> Insulated from most minor injuries. He, he took care of it. And he's fine. Oh, this is so dumb. <laughs> and I love it. Oh, uh, but then we do scene. get something exciting. So they go down from the cemetery. And just The cemetery is at the ghost, the, the deserted end of Lucky Load. Very small town. But in this very small town, part of it is deserted. Yeah. And that's the part by the cemetery. So they go down the hill from the cemetery, and uh, there is one house, a tumble-down house. Do you know what a tumble-down house is? Is it like a uh, a shotgun house? No, a tumble-down house is a house where it's like a rock that you can push down a hill into someone (laughs) else's kitchen. (laughs) Usually there's something painted on one side. You know what? They never even look for a door on that rock. Yeah, or someone inside someone it. Someone could have been in. It's could've almost a like a wonder party. Ball. I wonder, wonder, wonder what's in a wonder rock. Ooh. Yeah. It's Chet. It's Chet. One of his you, classic yeah. pranks <laughs> where he half burns down your house and terrorizes you. <laughs> Chaw on that beef, Chaw baby. Chaw on the beef, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this little house is like the only house around with a little smoke coming out of the chimney. That's Suddenly, so cute. the door opened a crack and a rifle muzzle poked out. 
He was aimed straight at the boys. Okay. So Frank and Joe halted, not knowing whether to drop to the ground or run. By the way... Do either or. No. No, not either or. You wouldn't run? I would run. You wouldn't drop... If someone's pointing a gun at you, a good (laughs) defense is not... (laughs) It's not yeah, surrendering. <laughs> <laughs> like there's an expression called sitting duck. Is that's exactly what this is. That's, if the ground was covered where there was some kind of shrubbery, I would go straight to the ground and crawl away. They just got out of the burrs, man. They're not going back into a shrub. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'd rather be shot with a rifle. Would you wouldn't crawl through the burrs? No, I'm indifferent to the manslaughter. <laughs> <gasps> Break City, baby. <laughs> That's what BC stands for. Yeah, Vancouver Break City. Vancouver Break City. Okay. I always wondered that. Yeah. Not a lot of people know that. No. Oh, my goodness. Van Colson. Van Colson. James Van Colson. Break City. That one's past me. <laughs> <laughs> All cylinders, baby. I sure, I sure hope, I sure hope Dan gets us those uh, <laughs> those little segments because. What, what would you do if we don't have the stingers? What are you putting in? I don't know. Maybe one of those like ooga horns. Oh, a little ooga horn. Yeah, okay, I'm down with that. <laughs> a little ooga horn. How do you spell that? How do we put that in the previously script? <laughs> a little ooga. <laughs> uh, so finally, they decide. Instead of, if their options are dropping to the ground and running, they find uh, another option, which is to walk up to the gun. And that's what they do. Yeah. Option uh, C. And uh, that's when they meet uh, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> ben Tinker. Yeah. Old Ben Tinker. Old Ben Tinker. And uh, but they it, really get through this easily. Yeah. With, with, one, with one magic word. Yeah. And the name drop, exactly. truthfully, isn't, hey, we're the Hardy Boys. No. No. Who do they name drop, We're from Sean? the east, staying with Hank Shale. The old man lowers the rifle. Oh. Well, any friend of Hank Shale is a friend of mine. Well, come on in. This is akin. More people have been kidnapped in the name of Hank Shale. <laughs> like, people just have blind trust. And I'm, I'm not convinced that anyone's ever met Hank Shale. It's just this, oh, yeah. this myth of a man of like, oh, well, if you're with Hank Shale. You're talking old Hank Shale. Yeah. Well, you're a friend of mine. Yeah. Friend of Hank Shale's a friend of mine. I've heard tales of Hank Shale's. But if, the, if Big Al and the gang came down into town Said, hey, with I'm Hank guns, Shale. stealing everything, and they're like, oh, my God, you can't do this to us. He's like, oh, uh, Hank Shale's a close personal <laughs> friend. They're like, oh. Right this way, sir. Any friend of Hank Shale's a friend of mine. But it was the same promise that got the Hardy Boys out of Bayport and then yes. got the Hardy Boys into the, the car of the kidnappers because the kidnappers were like, we know your dad's staying with Hank Shale. The boys are like, oh, Hank, Hank Shale? Shale. <laughs> Where are we going? Is it time to grab ice cream too? <laughs> Hank Shale, you say? I love Hank Shale. I want to start using Hank Shale as a name drop, just with random strangers. Anytime I do that, something, someone says you can't do that. I'm gonna say, "What are you talking about? I'm a friend of Hank Shale." Or just add it to your website as well, like friend of Hank Shale. Well, like wherever you find work, wherever your portfolio is, like when you put logos up there, like you know, I've worked with Bayer, I've worked with Hank Shale, I've worked with. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, make okay. Up, make up so a nice is Hank Shale book. the third award? It's the friend of Hank Shale no, Award? No, but I think Hank Shale would be a good nominee. Yeah, okay, for my award? No, for the, for the, the nebulous award for a thing. We should just look up Hank Shales online and pick the best one. Give a Hank Shale Award to that. Yeah, Hank. just get on Facebook. To the shaliest and Hank of them the, all. Yeah, yeah. That's, it's hard yeah. <laughs> we'll call him Tall Shales. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Is what? I was gonna say, this is almost a joke on itself, which is great. It's good comedy. But we're serious. But we're serious. Yeah, we're super serial. We're always serial. Everyone knows that. I wouldn't lie to you. I'm a friend of Hank Shale. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there he goes. Uh, 
so they're talking to Hank Shale. I'm sorry, they're talking to Ben Tinker. Yeah. And Ben Tinker, uh, he's like, well, come on in and warm up, and points to two wooden chairs near the stove. By the he's way, he's going to throw him in the wood burner. Right? I was just going to say, chairs. he's a witch. Stove is a bad place to put wooden chairs. <laughs> yeah. I don't know much. This is insane. But uh, yeah, these people are. But it's okay. He's also a friend of Hank Shale. It's, a, it's no wonder that there's not many houses in this part of town because Ben Tinker keeps burning them all down. <laughs> just put my old kindling chair right next to the stove. I wonder if that's what the rock ran into and that's what started the fire. What? The stove? I wonder if they had, yeah. It did. It hit the stove and I assume wooden chairs. The wooden chairs were, were there, though. Yeah. yeah, that's what they started. It just exploded. It. Yeah. Okay, I like this. Good fella can't be too careful around here now, said Ben. There are funny things happening up on Cemetery Hill. Oh. What do you mean by funny things going on in the cemetery, Frank asked him. What do you mean by funny things going on in the cemetery, Frank asked him. Oh, help me. I have no idea where we're at. Middle of 44. It's haunted. <laughs> I just found it. All right, go ahead. Set me up again. All right. Oh, what did you mean by funny things going on in the cemetery? Frank asked him. It's haunted, Ben said flatly. Has been for the past two weeks. Just <laughs> a really anticlimactic amount yeah, of time I was like, what do you for mean something to be hunted. Haunted. It's haunted for the past two weeks? Oh, spirits have walked these hallways for the past... 12 to 15 <laughs> minutes or so. I don't know, really. There was a phone call. I talked to my sister for a little while, and it was just after that, I so guess. So it's been years? No. Months? No. No. Days? Powder Bakers. <laughs> <laughs> the ghosts came and threatened me, but they said they knew Hank Shale, so <laughs> I just let him haunt my house. It's okay. Haunted? Joe echoed. How? Sometimes, late at night, a blue light blinks on and off up there. Oh, I've seen it. This is good. This yeah, this performance yeah. might be nominated for yeah, an award. I'm, you know, it's it's a character from the hit show Battlestar Galactica that I'm impersonating right now. I'm not going to tell you which character. You're going to have to watch the show to find out. Okay. Uh, but he's bald and wears an eye patch. Ah, Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk, indeed. Here we go. The old man explained, Because I'm a night owl, and I like a breath of air before turning in. Not unique, by the way. Most people breathe before they go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Joe's like, that's a good idea. I always pass out right before I go to bed. I actually have Frank choke me out. (laughs) (laughs) I put on my tightest sleeping collar. And I just stand collar? next to the bed. It gives your neck a big hug before <laughs> bedtime. <laughs> I, put on, I put on my plastic sleeping helmet. Hey, kids, do you like boa constrictors? <laughs> <laughs> hey, kids, this is my sleeping python. <laughs> you know what? If it's not squeezing too tight, we also have a drawstring on it. I don't know what that would entail, but you pull this string and it makes it squeeze tighter. Yeah. Yeah. I understood. Yeah. (laughs) I don't understand the mechanics of it on a snake. Someone figure that out. You don't have to. We're not scientists. Exactly. Thank you. I'm not an engineer. We're just two nice guys who know Hank Shale. (laughs) Well, I'm friends with Shank Hale. You know him, but I'm personally friends with Shank. Oh. Shank Hale. (laughs) I have a friend named Shanklin. I have a friend whose last name is Shanklin. Yeah, me too. Scott? No. No. Does he have a brother named Scott? No. No. Different Shanklins. He has a sister and no brothers. Okay. Is his sister named Scott? (laughs) Maybe. Uh, Has anyone else seen the light, Frank asked. Doubt it. In Lucky Load, nobody's out late at night. I'm switching voices, by the way. I would also like Frank to be like, no, no, no. I meant the light of Jesus Christ welcoming (laughs) us their Savior into their hearts. Of Latter-day Saints? I have seen the light. (laughs) And it's blue. He does. Yes, 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 yes. By Uh, the way, yeah. So about an hour after the lights... uh, I hate this. Yeah, go ahead. About an hour after the light show, somebody walks past here. I think it's Charlie's ghost. 
Charlie used to play piano in the Peacock Dance Hall next door. He was killed in a gunfight eh, there uh, 40 years ago and buried up on Cemetery Hill. So, and, and he thinks it's, it's Charlie's ghost because I hear the piano some nights, uh, just like when Charlie used to play. Yeah. And Ugh. I'm thinking with this whole thing, A, he heard some footsteps in the snow and points a rifle out the window at two <laughs> teenagers. Yeah. But at night, there's like four people that live in this town. Yeah. At night, he just hears footsteps and he's like, oh, that's a ghost. <laughs> Like, why aren't you pointing your rifle at this? Like, I'm going to spoil it for you, Ben. It's not a ghost. It's a somebody. It's a somebody. It's a somebody. It's definitely a somebody. Uh, Uh, Classic. Well, that's because guns won't do anything to ghosts. He brings out his... uh, You think Ben Tinker shot Mike Onslow? Yeah, he definitely shot Mike Onslow. He tried tried to shoot the guy walking, but it was a ghost. Bullet goes through it. Halfway across the country, hits Mike Onslow right in the thigh. Okay, that's way better than I was. Come I was, on! I was thinking Mike was doing laundry. He's outside just doing laundry down by a river, and there is a sheet that's up, and it's in front of him, and it's waving, and Mike's just singing. He's just like, oh, la da hey, hey. <laughs> And he just thinks it's a ghost, so he pops him. This, this distant, he, Mike Onslow singing a song, and just hears this little distant pop. <laughs> Oh, it's a beautiful day to be friends with Hank. Ah. <laughs> Are we writing the song, It's a Beautiful Day to be Friends with Hank? I think the song writes itself, David. <laughs> I don't think there's much for us to do. Oh, yeah. We're going to have ghost noises in the background, too. You know how people just do like coyote howls and songs like, and make it harmonic and whatnot? I'm into it. We'll, we'll do ghost noises. Okay. Yeah, available on iTunes. Yeah, yeah, nice. Uh, Joe asks the first good question that any Hardy boy has asked ever <laughs> in this series of books, with all of their detective work, with all of the mysteries they've done. This is the first question where I'm like, "Yes, Joe, that was the right question to ask right now," and that is at the at the top of forty five. Go ahead. You don't really believe it's a ghost, do you? <laughs> 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 Thank I you. I died at this. Thank you, Joe. Yeah, finally. finally. Yeah. Which is just promptly answered with, might be. Then again, might not. Somebody might be up to monkey business. That's why I keep this handy. He pointed to the rifle leaning against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> you know the one I pointed at you a few minutes ago? I ain't afraid to put in a ghost. I wish it was like one of the ghost trappers from Ghostbusters. I'm like, that's why I keep this hand. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want some drinks, Slimer? <laughs> so my they Slimer. Ask, it wasn't good. I got it. It's nice. Yeah. They ask him about uh, John and James Coulson, and old Ben Tinker tells him the same story Mike Onslow told them of um, they died uh, in a mining accident. Uh, and of course, Whatever happened to Bart Dawson, Hero of the West? Ooh. Well, Bart died in a, in a crack. Old Dawson's crack. <laughs> it wasn't good. It's I funny. tried. It's yeah, funny. I'm not giving. I, you, how you gonna work at Dawson's? I'm not giving you the break. By here. the way. Yeah, I you know. I don't deserve don't the break. The Can you at least cue the theme song to no. Dawson's Creek there? No. Well, can't say for sure. Was Ben's reply. But he must have kept the gold. I saw him in Helena a couple years after, and he acted like he didn't know me. Why would he have done that if he hadn't been guilty? So, yeah. So, Bart Dawson, who we've talked about in the past, hypothesized that he he was the the airplane pilot that took the gold. The D.B. Cooper. uh, From Mike Onslow and, uh, and the Coulson brothers. And... Everyone thinks he he just absconded with the gold. Yeah, I don't buy that. I'm going on the record as I think Bart Dawson's an okay guy. I agree with that. But old I Ben here friends with Hank saw Shale. him in Helena, in Helena, Helena, and said uh, said Bart acted like he didn't know me. Yeah, so he's guilty. Because <laughs> why else would he have acted like he didn't know me if yeah. he wasn't guilty? <laughs> Maybe it's because you haven't showered in six months, and you wear biscuits for shoes. <laughs> and you talk about ghosts all the time. Which we'll find out that he has quite the imagination. I wonder if Bart Dawson did talk to Ben Tinker, and Ben Tinker was just like, this ain't Bart Dawson, this is a g-g-g-ghost. <laughs> like, no, it's not, it's me. 
It's me, Bart Dawson. He was acting real ghostly. Why else would he act like a ghost if he wasn't guilty? It's like, Good point, Ben. He's just trying to put his hand through him. Are you boys ghosts too? <laughs> tapping their chest, going up to everybody. <laughs> so here comes Ben. Watch, he's gonna poke your chest. He just has right, to make ben, sure you're not a ghost. That's enough now. One of these days, I'll get through you. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> He just wears like Freddy Krueger gloves one day, and he actually does just stab through them. Accidentally <laughs> starts killing people. That's why there's <laughs> in, so in many tombstones on Cemetery Hill. Yeah, in different manslaughter. There Dif- it is. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> so, uh, so they go into town. They go to the general store, and uh, they're looking for. Oh, f- sorry. They say the cemetery because of its position over the town would be a good spot for somebody to signal from Big Al's gang. Like Big Al yeah. could. could Shine this blue light down into town. Anyone in town could see it. Yeah, and like then maybe a somebody walks spot. up yeah. to meet Big Al and have a, a crime meeting, and that's who old Ben Tinker hears hears a walking and doesn't shoot for some reason. Yeah. Um, but so they go. Uh, they go to the business section. They stop at the general store and they meet Jim Burke. It's a great name. Proprietor. Uh, and I don't know if this will be important or if it's just the uh, flower pot on the windowsill, but <laughs> also in the general store is a, 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 a potbelly stove that everyone's huddled around. Uh, but the town post office, the telephone switchboard, and the telegraph office were also in the store. You must know everything that's going on in town, Mr. Burke. Uh, I never know where you're at. Top of 47, like five lines down. Ah, there we are. I was on 46. You must know everything that's going on in town, Mr. Burke. That's right. The man answered with a wink. Uh, so they ask him about the paint, and he's like, I'm the only one that sells paint. Haven't sold any red paint in a while. Poof, there goes the Hardee's. Yep. Only idea yeah. is that somebody came from town with paint. Perhaps these people knew that the Hardee's would be looking for the red paint. So they bought two colors of paint to mix to make red. To make red. Or it's blood. Green and yellow. Yeah, that could be the other thing. Yeah. Or crushed up berries. Or crushed up berries. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. From, from the lone tree. Yes, the the singular tree yep. where the treasure is most definitely buried. Um. So they tell him the story of, like, why do you want to know about red paint? And they're like, a boulder rolled through our house. And then they quickly whip their heads to look at everyone sitting around the stove. None showed any signs of guilt. <laughs> Which means that all of them acted like the new Ben Tinker. Yeah, yeah. Because if you act like you don't know Ben Tinker, <laughs> only reason you would do that is because you're guilty. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Uh, and then someone said, Ben Tinker's always imagining things. A couple of weeks ago, he was seeing men from outer space. I love that so much. I hope that comes back. I know. I have it underlined to just check when this book is over. Do they pay off the uh, The outer space people. And they will. I hope. Which also... This is the second time it's been mentioned about it's just Ben Tinker's imagination. Running away with me. Dude, I thought the same thing. Because it's just Ben's imagination. Just Ben Tinker's imagination. And tinkering away with him. Ooh. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. And I'm a friend of Hank shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so they head back, and uh, Hank and oh, Hank and ben Hardy Tinker are... <laughs> shot Jim Onslow because they thought he was a ghost. Is it Jim Onslow? <laughs> Mike shoot? Onslow. Mike Onslow, that's right. Is it Jim Colson? Who's uh, Jim? John and James Colson. The Jim is John. Uh, Jim Burke's the Jim owner of the store. There's so many names. I don't yeah. know how you remember all these. I wish I did not. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, so, so, yeah, the old other spaceman and the Hardys did not believe this, by the way. They didn't buy into that was the thing that happened. Did you read that? Yeah. The Hardys did not believe this, but made no comment. Why? This man seems crazy. He pointed a gun at you, your children. And has only talked about ghosts and spacemen. <laughs> yeah, for two weeks. And he's got his wooden chairs right next to the stove like <laughs> yeah. an idiot. This man's a nut job. <sighs> so they go back. They find uh, Hank and, and Mr. Hardy have fixed up the cabin. Uh, and while Hank fixed lunch, obviously got to mention that. Yes, classic. They... Uh, they Tell everybody what happened. They catch him up. Hank's like, hey, Ben is an old man, but he's not loco. Still, the whole story, blue lights and all, might just be his imagination. So you've said you've switched sides twice. Yeah. It's like, well, he is old, <laughs> but he's not crazy. 
but he is crazy. <laughs> I love that he chose Loco. This guy goes to the doctor. <laughs> ben Tinker goes to the doctor. Doctor does the examination. <laughs> He's like, Ben, <laughs> I have awful news for you. You've been diagnosed with cancer and you have Alzheimer's. And Ben is like, oh my gosh. Oh no. Well, at least I don't have cancer. I absolutely earned a break there. Is this an old joke, or did you just come up with this? Oh, that's an old. That that's joke's so old it could vote. That's a good one. Uh, you should write a book on old jokes. I only know those five. Well, it's okay. Just write a book on those five. Short book. Yeah. Leaflet. I wonder if I could get Hank Shale to write the forward. He's a personal friend of mine. <laughs> so that's what, so I'll, like tell publi- that's what I'll tell the publisher. Hank Shale's name. <laughs> um, so they're like, hey. We're gonna we're gonna go look out uh, look for Big Al's hideout tomorrow. We're gonna get some horses. Uh, it's like all right. Uh, here's some abandoned mines, says Mr. Hardy. I suggest you investigate them. And then Hank warns. But watch out for Tommy knockers. I wish Joe just would have been like okay. <laughs> yeah. Like everything else they've heard from people in this town is just crazy. Like, oh, all right, is that, a, is that the ghost's name? Yeah. Yeah, we'll look out for old Tommy Knockers. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy Knockers is a great <laughs> name, by the way. Tommy that. Knockers is just this old guy in, in town with the great rack. <laughs> just bu- busty Tommy. <laughs> old, old Tommy Knockers. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> gone with antlers like he had a deer act but nope he just got a great bosom you know they say about tommy just a vivacious <laughs> vivacious beautiful man tommy you, see, you should see tommy's chest <laughs> he, da- he dances to old charlie's piano at the dance hall it's the most beautiful thing you ever seen <laughs> they're always so sweaty too i don't, I don't know why dead of winter wet. he's too close to the wooden chairs on the stove <laughs> Tommy knockers Tommy knockers What are they (laughs) Joe asked Uh, So hang on I want to I want to Skip back for just a second What to what Them just saying that Ben Tinker is crazy And they're over here Talking about Tommy knockers That's exactly So moments earlier On this page Like He's not crazy Still the whole thing Blue lights If he saw a blue light He's probably imagining it Anyways Tommy knockers Are some kind of Gnomes or spirits Or such like That live underground Old time miners Used to say That if you heard one Knocking It meant there was About to be an accident But yeah Ben Tinker's crazy Yeah Look out for gnomes Boys (laughs) You'll be fine Knocking gnomes Dude Okay if we hear any, uh, we'll watch our step, Frank promised jokingly. I love that Frank promised jokingly. Yeah. He's not buying into this. He's going to fall for Tommy Knockers. He really is, yeah. There's no doubt about it. This upsets Hardy me. Hardy Boys, book six, The Wedding. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, with a puzzle like that, you're not going to not go for Tommy. Duel officiated by... Husband and husband couple, John and James Coulson. Oh, it's a beautiful nice. affair. Yep, now we're talking. And back from the dead. Yep. To play the wedding march. It's Charlie. <laughs> it's the ghost of Charlie. He's no, he's just underground. Still has his piano down there. He doesn't come back from the dead. Yeah, it's too cold up there. Yeah, he doesn't want to do that. He's got his his warm clothes on, his little winter booties. <sighs> So old Hank Shale uh, draws them a map of the territory, points out some some places to look. They decide where they're going to go. Boys go to bed. Uh, sorry, Hank and Hardy go to bed, and the boys go back and uh, they rent horses. Yeah. And uh, then it starts getting real windy at night, and they're like, we better go check on the horses. Yeah. So head outside. Look! Well, I don't know how to do this one. Yeah. <gasps> <laughs> it's look, breathe, Joe. I don't know. How do you look? Yeah, could be anything. Yeah, it's the inner breath. Look, clearly visible on top of Cemetery Hill, 
was a winking blue light. How does a, is this like the eye of Saturn? I highlighted winking. Yeah. yeah. I think they mean blinking, <laughs> not winking, but alas, here we are. Uh, clearly visible was a g g g ghost. <laughs> oh, what a chapter indeed. The strange blue light. That was emotional. It that, was definitely that went emotional. Here and there. Yeah. It's yeah. good times. Feels good. Feels great. I got nothing. This I'm, is the, this is the tough part. This is where I realize it's my turn for the rhyme. Or is it? I squeezed it in last time. You did squeeze it yeah, in last time. I kept time. it alive in chapter five. Yeah. And this is where I always just rely on you to tell some sort of joke while I can think of things that rhyme. Some sort of joke? Some sort of joke. Why would a friend of Hank Shale need to tell a joke? Yeah. You're not wrong. I mean, the nice thing is with the, uh, I, I can always cut out the awkward silence because we got these these breaks now, these stingers. So we might just hear a stinger and then all of a sudden, pow, there comes there comes your rhyme. Like it's tight, like it's ready to roll, like you never had to think about it. Yeah. I'm leaving all this in. I know you are. And you could just cue up some sort of song and it could be some sort of country twang song, you know, something... That's led by females. Something similar to... Oh, oh, I got it. Why don't you cue the Dixie Chicks while we wait for Chapter 6? I don't think we've used the, disc, the Dixie Chicks yet. Every time we use Dixie Chicks. Yeah. 